0: Welcome to Keeping It Real with KC. I am your host KC Phoenix. Yes, I am here. I am doing this show. I'm losing my voice (laughs) because I did four um, episodes earlier on my other channel that deals with politics. And now I'm on to this channel. I'm just a a little bit sad for two reasons. I'm, I'm a little bit sad because I'm doing this particular episode about Betty Wright and then also I'm a little bit sad because I took notes for one of my other episodes really detailed notes and I can't find the notes. I thought I put them on my laptop but I can't find them on my laptop then I checked my paperwork and I can't find them in my paperwork so I'm, I'm a little bit sad about that too but whatever. We're going to go ahead and we're going to continue with the shows anyway, but I I wanted to do this show because I do enjoy Betty Wright's music. I still listen to her music to this day. Um, a little bit of housekeeping right quick. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're listening to this on the podcast on any of the streaming platforms or if you're watching this on YouTube or Daily Motion. It really, really helps if you do that. Um, As for Betty Wright, I have a mini bio here. And what I plan on doing is going over the mini bio, but also speaking about my experience with listening to Betty Wright's music. So it'll it'll be a little bit of both. As for the mini bio, it says soul and R&B singer Betty Wright was born December 21st, 1953 in Miami, Florida. She started out as a member of her family's own gospel group, The Echoes of Joy and began working as a backup vocalist for other singers at age 13. She recorded her 1968 debut album, My First Time Around, when she was only 15 years old. This begat her first hit song, Girls Can't Do What Guys Can Do, which I've heard that song is really, is <laughs> a really cute song. Betty scored her biggest and most beloved smash success with the supremely funky and sassy Clean Up (laughs) Woman, which peaked at number two on the R&B charts and number six on the Billboard pop charts in 1972. She won a Grammy Award for best R&B song for Where is the Love in 1975. Such songs as Secretary, Shira Shira, If I Ever Do Wrong, Tonight is the Night. Everybody knows Tonight is the Night. (laughs) And Slip In and Do It were all respectable hits on the R&B charts throughout the early to mid-1970s. She founded her own label, Miss B Records, in the early 1980s. She had a major comeback hit with No Pain, No Gain in 1988. This song reached number 14 on the R&B radio charts. Moreover, her 1988 album, Mother Wit, which I own, (laughs) sold a million copies and made her the first black woman to have a gold record on her own record label. Wright also worked as a backup vocalist for such artists as David Byrne Jimmy Cliff, Jennifer Lopez, Johnny Mathis, Gloria Stefan, and Millie Jackson. She released the album Fit for a King in 2001. Betty served as a mentor for several young singers. She also continued to record music and perform in concert. In 2007, the song Baby, a duet with fellow R&B singer, Angie Stone climbed all the way to number 22 on the R&B charts. Betty Wright died at age 66 from cancer on May 10th, 2020 in Miami, Florida. That was the short bio. Um, My experience with Betty Wright was when I was a kid. I listened to the song tonight is the night it was on the radio and I I was really really young and I just liked the way that it sounded and I enjoyed how soulful her voice was and also I thought the song was funny because in tonight is the night she was telling the story she was telling she was actually telling two stories in one she was telling the story about what happened because it talks about losing um you know, the virginity, her virginity. And it also talked about how she approached her mother with that particular song. And, you know, her mother, (laughs) her mother's reaction, her acting out her mother's reaction was very funny. It makes it very memorable. And that is how I was first introduced to Betty Wright. I later heard, even though the songs were older, I later heard Clean Up Woman, and also Babysitter, No Pain, No Gain. I became a fan of Betty Wright even more, when the Fit for a King album came out. And that's when I was in Miami. The lead single off of that song had me and a former associate of mine both turn our heads when we heard the song on the radio. The chorus of the song which is also the title, when it came on and she said, you're a hoe and you don't know. (laughs) When me and my former associate heard that, we both looked at each other and then I turned it up and then she sang it again you're a hoe and you don't know. <laughs> and we started laughing so hard. I was like, did she just really say that? Did she just sing this? It's almost like when I, um, when I first heard Jackie O's song. <laughs> but with the Betty Wright, I was like, oh my goodness, I, I love this song which if you haven't heard the song, check it out sometime. It, As I said, the title is You're a Ho and You Don't Know. I, When we got back to South Carolina, I went to the record store and I was like, hey, do you guys have the single by Betty Wright, You're a Ho and You Don't Know? And he's like, yeah, we have it. And they only had three copies of the single. I bought all three copies of the single. Because I, cause back then I liked to have extra copies. Because you know CDs would get scratched. And stuff. So I just bought all three copies. Of the single from the record store. And then when Fit for a King. The album. Came out. I I bought a few copies of Fit for a King. As well. And I listened to Fit for a King. And. For those who haven't listened to Fit for a King. Let me tell you. You have to listen to "Churches Out. You have to listen to Milk and Honey. And you have to listen to Second Time in Love. Those are the songs. And also the title song, Fit For a King, was good too. Betty White's Whistle Register is crazy. When I tell you it's crazy, it is crazy. She used it for the people who um, listen to the, uh, the song No Pain No Gain, which was off the Mother Wit album, which had went, Gold, and then I think it went gold, US platinum worldwide, if I'm not mistaken. Her whistle register was clear in that song on the Fit for King album. She used her whistle register a lot on the Fit for King album. So if you haven't listened to it, check it out sometime. But when I discovered that vocally, she was a force to be reckoned with when it came to her whistle register was when I came across a video, and you should look it up sometime, which if you're watching this video on YouTube, after you finish watching me, you can just put in your search, Betty Wright, no pain, no gain, live, and it will bring up the videos. Look for the video of her in a black pantsuit wearing a black hat with a flower on it. When she performs that song, No Pain, No Gain, she hits the note higher than what the note was on the studio version of the album. And when she hits it higher, she holds it throughout the entire process. When she's using her whistle register, she is not strained at all. It's just effortless. And it's not where she has to sit up and have the correct posture and everything. As she performs, if you go to it and check it out, you'll see what I'm talking about. When she performs, her technique is so effortless, where she doesn't have the standard posture. She's just moving around and doing her thing. And I always say that is the... That's when you can tell a singer can sing. That's one reason why Whitney Houston is one of my favorite singers of all time, or I could say my favorite singer of all time. In in my opinion, the best singer of all time. Whitney Houston vocally in her prime. When she would get up and sing, it was without effort. It was almost like that night at the American Music Awards when she did um, I Love You, Porgy, and I'm telling you, and then I have nothing. It was like 10 minutes of her just belting out notes. And she did it without without any effort. It was effortless. There was no effort whatsoever. And after the 10 minutes was up and she was done singing, it was just like, okay, she was done. And that was it. When Betty Wright was singing that night live, doing the No Pain, No Gain, there wasn't any effort. There wasn't any struggle. She just was going in and hitting those notes. And even the look in the crowd was kind of dry as well. Like the crowd, I don't know what was wrong with that crowd. But when she hit that note, the look on one guy's face, he was like, wow. (laughs) That's the vocalist in the Betty Wright I know. Also, they said she's saying backup for Gloria Stefan. Another little tidbit, because I remember reading this backup very long time ago, decades ago. When Gloria Stefan was in a really, really bad bus accident, she had to physically um, go through the rehabilitation. But not only did she have to rehabilitate her um, body physically, she also had to go through vocal rehabilitation. Betty Wright was one of the people who helped her with that. So that's just a little, you know, trivia thing as well I want to throw out there. Betty Wright vocally is an unsung hero. She received credit for being a good vocalist but I don't think she received the credit she deserved for being a great vocalist Betty Wright was a great vocalist as in she's up there with the more the mainstream vocalist that you hear of when it comes to uh, that particular era and I I feel like she didn't get the credit that she deserved. So that's my experience with Betty White. And I just wanted to say a few words and say that she will be missed. And I will continue listening to Betty White. After the Pain is one of my favorite Betty White songs, which is also on the Motherhood album. It's No Pain, No Gain, and then After the Pain. And then also, she has another song called Pain, which is on, uh, I don't know what album that one is on, but she has another um, song called Pain as well, which she's always singing about pain, which when it comes to love, we're always in pain. (laughs) So, yeah, but thank you for watching and listening. And I will get the other episode up soon. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe and all the other good stuff. You can follow the show, K-I-R-W-K-C on Twitter, K-I-R-W-K-C on Instagram. Take care.